And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you once again, John Bon Jovial. We have got a really fun-filled and special show today. I want to get right into it because first off, right up top, we have an old friend of ours, Jay from Lazy Indie Music Magazine in India, who is going to tell us about the International Indie Music Festival, which is coming up very soon. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but we want to also play their theme, their anthem. So let's bring Jay in right now. The song that we have shared with you, uh, David, is the anthem song for the fest, which is going to be a song which we'll use it year on year. Um, and this year we have got uh, myself, which is Lazy Day. We are participating in the event. We are sung by Will Jones and Slom. Will Jones is from UK and Slom is from Papua New Guinea. We have Sheris from India, Liamira from Malaysia. And then, uh, you know, the band, Lazy J Band, doing the music for this. It's a fun song. It, it is just about enjoying life, enjoying the party, and let the party never get over. Here's the song. Come down to the festival. Down, lights are on, we're ready to run. 
the man of the God will see the sun going down. And I don't care, I've got my song. I'll let this party never get over. the party never get over that's the theme anthem for the international indie music festival and here to tell us more about it is our friend from lazy indie music magazine in india here's jay hi david it's great to meet you again and speak to you uh regarding the international indie music festival uh this is actually a, a logical outcome or the next step out of our lazy indie magazine effort So as you know the Lazy Indie magazine has been uh, a, a global platform for independent musicians. We have kept it uh, in a wide canvas um, and we have covered artists from around 40 countries. So the logical next step was to find a few people who can come down and play and then start a a, a hub where um, every year people can come down from different countries and share their music and experience so what's happening here is quite unique it is not just uh, uh, people coming and playing or bands coming and playing their music what is happening is there are artists coming down from different places and collaborating with indian artists or artists of other countries and creating music or or you know learning each other's music so a person from a, a artist from us has guitarists from india um papua new guinean singer um has his band from india um uh, a couple of them come from png or papua new guinea to india and then they mingle with the others and they create music and then uh papua new guinean singer collaborating with an italian singer and then uh having a band from india to support them so you can see there's a lot of collaboration which is happening in that line i think that is what we were aiming to achieve and it has come out very well um, it's going to be a five day fest with close to 20 bands performing uh, we have headliners all round top bands coming down and i think it's going to be very very unique uh, for anyone to attend watch or we are trying to give a youtube live uh, in this so certainly we would like people to watch and understand what we are trying to do this can be a uh, uh, a kind of a path breaking thing if it happens 
Because collaboration and exchanging and sharing of values, music and culture is which, uh, what we want to achieve out of it. And uh, I think uh, that's something which we are seeing literally happening. Well, thank you very much, Jay. Why don't you tell us about the festival, where it's going to be held and everything. The festival is held from November 9 to 15 um, in the Kerala Arts and Crafts Village near the Kovalam Beach, which is one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And this is located in Trivandrum, India. And uh, it is with the active help of Kerala Tourism Development Corporation, that, which is a government organization, we are conducting this fest. And um, I think this is going to be a place where you get to see arts, crafts, and then you can enjoy great food and obviously great music. So it's all put together. Everything is coming together. Uh, there's going to be a lot of entertainment for each and everyone who comes in there. If you are in India, this is the best place to be from November 9 to 13. If you are aware, you know, in a different place or different part of the world, please join us through YouTube Live, which we'll share later. Thank you, Jay, from Lazy Indie Music Magazine in India. You've got all the information. You're going to be in India. You can be there. If not, you're somewhere else around the world. Catch it on YouTube. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, I personally, I've never been to India, and I want to go, and I think this is probably just as good of an excuse as any uh, because if the festival has the same kind of vibe as that great song that you know that we just played, uh, "Party On," <laughs> I yeah, think that the, it sounds like a gas. It, it really does. I mean, you know, this, if the party never ends, well, count me in. Hey, we want to take a second to thank all the wonderful people that helped make the David Bowers Awards happen. And uh, our first thanks go to our house band, Pity Bingo, who has been providing our theme song for almost 10 years now. You can learn more about them online at tittybingo.com. Also, we want to salute our friends at Rochester Free Radio, which is our flagship FM radio station up in Rochester, New York at WRFZ, FM 106.3. Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturdays at noon. And right after Steve is our good friend Armin, who does Armin Spins. Both of them play a lot of eclectic rock and roll, much of which you may never have heard, but we'll always be glad you did because they come up with some great stuff, including some unknown treasures. That's at Rochester Free Radio, where you will also catch Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies every Saturday evening at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. John Bon Jovial, how about a quick word about yeah. our friends at Anchor FM? Anchor FM makes it possible for you to help out indie artists everywhere. At the end of this episode of the David Bowers Awards and each and every episode in our archives of the David Bowers Awards, you're going to find a link uh, on Anchor FM that will enable you to contribute and make a donation to the cause of indie musicians everywhere. If you can help us out, that'd be great. Even if it's just a couple of bucks, a $5 bill, 25 whatever you can do, we'd be most appreciative. That's Anchor FM. Dave? Oh, thank you very much. And we're going to move right along. Because like I said, we had a fun-filled show today. We have a gentleman coming up next to him I think you're really going to enjoy. His name is John McDonough. And we're going to be talking to him right after we listen to Love You Just For You. 
John McDonough, and he's here to talk with us now. Hello, John. Hi, how are you? Doing fine, thank you. How about yourself? I am doing good, too. I am enjoying the warm weather up north, so I cannot complain right now. Well, John, my co-host, and I are both northeastern guys, so we're familiar with that. uh, I don't remember using the word warm any too often, but we're familiar with that (laughs) northern weather. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, well, it's all relative, those, right? Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, it's probably politically incorrect in this day and age, but we used to call it an Indian summer. Yeah, yes. that was one of the nicer yes, things we exactly said. that's exactly right. <laughs> John's from the Boston area, and I'm from upstate New York, so uh, we have dealt with uh, warm weather occasionally and all the other types of weather, and you have dealt with an awful lot musically because I'm seeing where you have been doing this for quite a while. You're uh, your overnight success has taken you what? It's taken you a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe about 30. 
<laughs> you know, it's like well, it's, 30 quick, easy years to get where I am. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. If it's any consolation to you, uh, John and I met in our radio days, which was back in the 70s. So we've been kind of working at it for a couple of years ourselves. We can relate with that. <laughs> You've also really covered all of the areas, really. You're a singer, a songwriter, an instrumentalist. You do shows. you performed in American and Australian television. Tell us a little bit about you personally and your life and how you got to where you are for our listeners who aren't familiar with you. Sure. Um, well, yeah, so it starts <laughs> way back when. I mean, I, I've always loved to sing, and I started uh, taking piano lessons and guitar lessons. Actually, a little bit later in life, I started uh, in college. So I was about 20 when I really started um, studying these instruments. And, um, you know, and I've been doing music ever since. It's been, you know, sort of on the side of a lot of different things, but it's always been a very a big, important part of my life. And when I say on the side, I mean, you know, I was working full time and maybe playing a gig once a week, you know, so I mean, it was still a lot. And um, I was working as a psychotherapist, and about 12 years ago, I just hit a point where I didn't want to do that anymore. And the only thing I really wanted to do was music, and so I've been doing music full-time ever since, and it's been um, really great. Well, we can relate with you on part of that point, too, because uh, I think John and I have both been kind of psychopathic over the years, but that's that's a story for another show. Love what you've done. <laughs> well, I can say I have sat on both sides of the couch, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> Well, welcome aboard. John Bon Jovi will come on in here and let's hear what you've got to offer. Well, first and foremost, John, welcome to the show. It is absolutely marvelous to have you here with us today. I, I want to come back around a little bit uh, to love you just for you. Uh, you know, I never get to hear the music before we play it, and that's by design. So we can get kind of like a raw, visceral reaction, if you will. And... My impression, I like it. You, to me, you have a mashup of styles in this particular cut that I don't think I've ever heard before and never really thought I'd hear myself utter. But it's kind of like it's like a show tune uh, meets Peter, Paul, and Mary uh, meets Leonard Cohen. And I'm not really sure how else to describe it. Now, that being said... Please, that is not a criticism, not in any way, shape, or form. I like the song. It's toe-tapping. It's happy. It's upbeat. But to me, it was just a weird mixture of styles, and I would really like to know how you came up with that. And if I'm way off base, you've got to tell me. No, 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 not at all. So, uh, well, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. I really do. So thank you. And, um, uh, and I, okay, so I do have a good story with this that you'll enjoy. So when I wrote this song, I mean, it obviously is a love song, so I wanted it to be um, upbeat, and um, you know, I was, and I wanted it to be sort of simple um, and, and musically. And so I sort of was trying to do like a little. I actually wrote it with sort of like an old, older Ed Sheeran style in mind, with just sort of very simple finger picking and. Um, uh, nothing fancy. And so then we go into the studio and my uh, lead guitarist, you know, started playing this part and it's, 
it started to me it sort of started to sound like van morrison a little bit like a little bit of brown eyed girl and on one hand i was going i like this and on one hand i was going i don't like this and i wasn't you know i was like sort of hesitant but uh it grew on me and and so and so it ended up just coming out as it is because <laughs> i agree with what you're saying though because when i was when we were recording it I was like, this isn't really how I envisioned it sounding, and I wasn't exactly sure what to make of it, and you know, and so I, I, I totally understand what you're saying in terms of like, this is a mixture I've not, I've not heard before. Well, in addition to John's notes of what he felt and heard there, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, I was expecting the island sound. I was waiting for the steel drums to kick in. Yes, and that's and that's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's what I sort of mean with brown eyed girl and uh right. you know, it sort of has that, that feel. I, I totally it's agree. A great, great song, a fun song, an enjoyable song. And uh I'm almost tempted to play it again, but we don't have time to do that, so we'll save that for another day. <laughs> no. I was just gonna say I also I just you know, I don't write many love songs and um so when this one I wrote this one and even like when we were recording it, and I was sitting there going, is this, "Is this too much? Is it too happy? Is it too, you know, all these things that we just got talking about?" And then I was like, "You know, I don't write many love songs. Let's just go for it. And if it comes out a little cheesy, it comes out a little cheesy, and that will fit the lyric, and we'll just go with it." <laughs> and so what's wrong? What's wrong with a love song being a happy song? I mean, come on now, love if it's right exactly. is happy. I mean, got to go for it. You've got yourself an EP out now. Uh, We'll answer the call, right? That's right. Tell us about that. So this EP came out in March. And um, so I'll ask you, are you aware of this story called, um, it was a book called The Boys in the Boat. And it's a book by Dan Brown. And uh, it was it was a uh, it's the book is now already about ten or eleven years old and uh, it was a number one bestseller and I read this book and it talks about it's a true story about um, Joe Rance who lived in the 1920s and 30s grew up in the 20s and 30s um, had just this horribly difficult childhood and um, lost his mom from cancer when he was four was basically taken care of himself by 11 and totally abandoned uh, by his family at 15 during the Depression. Just um, unbelievably difficult childhood. Through it all, got himself onto, um, got himself into college at the University of Washington, got himself onto the rowing team, even though he had never rowed because that was the only way he could afford to stay in college, and ended up winning gold at the Olympics in 1936 Berlin for rowing. It's it's just such an unbelievable true story, and it just moved me so much. And I often write songs from things I read or see that move me like this. And this story had so much to it, I was like, one song isn't going to do it. So I sort of tell that whole story in five songs. And so that's what the, it's called a concept EP, and that's what the EP is about. It tells the story of Joe Ramp and, and him... Eventually, getting to the Olympics and winning gold, and um, marrying his high school sweetheart, and living happily ever after. So, yeah, you've done a marvelous job picking a uh, picking a subject that is worth every note you've put into it. What else is on the album? 
So, so it's just it's five songs, and um, and it tells his story. It starts from his childhood. The um, the song that you played, "Love You Just for You," is the second song, and it, that's about his. Um, you know, he falls in love with this girl in high school, and they go to college together, and they end up getting married and having kids. And uh, and then the the uh, the song goes on to talk about his relationship with his coaches and his teammates that really helped him heal from his uh, childhood. Then the CD goes on to talk about um, traveling to Berlin in 1936 and everything that was going on there and winning the gold medal against all odds. And then then the song ends with, I mean, the CD ends with a song I'm very proud of. Um, And it actually, that song is sung from the point of view of the boat. And this, this will show you how obsessed I am with this story. So, the boat that they won gold in uh, at the Olympics has been restored and it's um, hung up in the boathouse in Washington right now. And I actually flew out to Washington to see the boat because I just felt like I had to see it. And it's a beautiful, you know, it's, it's a beautiful piece of art and uh, it's, you know, obviously made of wood because that's what they used back then. Um, And it's just, it was just really moving to see the boat knowing what it had gone through with the team. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's how the CD ends. But from the point of view of the boat and time moving forward, the boys getting older and things like this. We are just so happy that you came here and you're sharing your story and your music with us because it is, it is a great album. It's a great EP, something you really can enjoy listening to. And this is important because there's so much stuff going on in the music world, a lot of which isn't worth listening to. Uh, some of it you wish you'd never listen to. And occasionally <laughs> you find something that's worth it. And you say, you know, I'm going to listen to this. You close the door, turn off the lights, turn on the stereo, and you just kick back and listen to it. This is one of those you can do that with. John Bon Jovial, before we let him go, I know you want to get back in here. Well, yeah, you're, you know, the story about uh, the rowing uh, to me is fascinating because the, there, there's – a certain um, you know, team coordination or, or choreography that has to go into that. Now, are you talking about a, a, a single rower, or are you talking about a team like a, like a skull? You're right. Uh, I'm talking about the eight-man skull. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and that is, and I use the word choreography because it is a dance, and it, it's, it's a highly precise dance. And and I think that that story that you just told us, I, I just I, I just think it's very cool, and cool enough to where I want to go do some research on it and, and hit the Google machine later on. I thought you were going to say you wanted to go out rowing. <laughs> well, that's too, hopefully. <laughs> but John, you are you are a hundred percent right, and that's what the third song among the stars is about. And one of the things that Joe Rance had to really overcome is. To be a successful rower, you have to trust your teammates and you have to work together. You don't, it doesn't matter how good you are if you can't work with the other teammates. And he, came, he, he had to learn to survive on his own as a child, and so it was really hard for him to make that tr- transition to uh, trust other people instead of just totally relying on himself. And um, so you're right. It is a choreography. It is a dance. Um, everyone is equally as important, and that was a experiencing that was a huge part of him healing from his childhood. So that was very insightful. 
It definitely was every bit of that. And uh, we're rapidly running out of time, sadly, here. But I want to give you 30 seconds to go ahead and tell the people how they can follow you online, get in touch with you, and, of course, get your music. Yes, well, thank you. Um, so come to johnmcdonaldlive.com is my website. And uh, that is the best way to find me and find all my music and get a hold of me if you'd like. So it's uh, I'll spell my last name because it's a mouthful, but it's so it's John J O H N, and then M C D O N O U G H Live dot com, and uh, that's really the best way. And from there, you can find all my social media, all my music, and all that good stuff. Fantastic. Again, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. We appreciate your time. We love your music, and we look forward to having you back again in the future. I'd love to. Anytime. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, John McDonald, and here he is with another tune from that fantastic EP.
And there you go. That's Shooting Star from John McDonough. Check out the album right now. We have another gentleman standing by because when I first heard this song, I said, this is one of those songs. We got to get these people on the show. We got them here. We're going to be talking to them in about three and a half, four minutes. I want you to listen to Harmony Dreamers. And they came from Earth. Every nation, and at the start of every conversation, two questions are always the same. Where you're from and what's your name? What's your name? Well, there's a thing that I like to say when I'm feeling in the mood to play. Now, when they ask me where I'm from, I just say Earth. listen to that, 
the more unsure I am that that's where they came from. But they call themselves the Harmony Dreamers. And here to tell us about them is the man himself, Byron, from wherever. Great to be here. Thank you. Great to have Ground you control. here. We have landed got, on I the ask, hours. I got to ask yes, you, sir. where did you come up with the idea for that song? I'm glad you asked that. Uh, <laughs> I can <David>. tell. <laughs> that song took about, it was about a three-year process, and it came from real-life experience. I like to write humorous lyrics, but that's not an easy thing to do sometimes. And, for example, Joe Walsh and Jerry Reed, a couple of guys I like, right? So anyway, the song says, no matter where you go, there are two questions that people ask you right off. What's your name and where are you from? And so it wasn't a song. I just started saying to people, they would say, where are you from? I said, Earth. And I noticed that people laughed almost every single time, except for, as it says in the bridge, that one girl at a restaurant. I said, Earth, she said, where is that? And so <laughs> it came from a real-life experience, and it took a few years to come together. There were a number of inspirations. Uh, there was a song by Warren Zevon called Surfer Girl where they had a question and answer thing, and mm-hmm. that was a, I've, other songs like that. And then Jerry Reed, huge influence on this song. Some guys might catch out, but it's my little secret. But they can figure it out. It's so simple and so cool. So anyway, it came from real-life experience. And really, it's just about no borders. You know, we're all from Earth. And it's been said before, but just in a lighthearted way. And so that's the background of the song. And then I'll tell you a little bit about the personnel. Uh, I play on this song. The guitars, guitar synthesizer. There's a gal named Lola Vicentini from Venezuela who does the little spaceship accents and a couple of other synth things. I found her at the last minute. And through finding 21 backup singers on this song, on the question part and, and some other part. They're from every continent except Antarctica, which is under international treaty. They all knew what they were participating in. They made comments about it, some of them. But the other people, uh, my longtime bandmate, Larry Draglin, we were in a band called the Hi-Fi Hippies in Seattle back in 99 for some time. And he played drums on 80% of the track. However, we have one of our signature sounds is dual drums and percussion Mm. on every song. There's more than one drummer. And I do the electronic drums and percussion and things. And we have two percussion players. One of them, well, they're not on this song. And so the player, now, you know, I'd like to add in if I could. I used to write songs by myself. I did all of the tracks myself because the bands I were in never stuck together long enough. And so I was doing all the tracks until this album, which is my first album. And so the drummer, Larry, we started it, and then we added, started adding bass players. There are four amazing bass players, and the one on this track, Nikita Astrakhanstev from Ukraine. He was the first bass player that I hired. Lola and Spence and Larry, myself, and the 21 backup singers. There are two singers who do the main backups, uh, Anna V from Russia, who 
is on five tracks on the album, and Cece Castro, she's on two tracks on the album. So that's the personnel, and that's basically the song. Quite quite a story, quite a backstory to that song. And uh, first off, before I forget, I want to get you to tell the folks what the title of the album is. We don't want to miss that. Yes, the title of the album is I Come From Earth by Harmony Dreamers. And just as same as the title track. And incidentally, uh, David, I should mention, we just released October 7th, a second version of this song called the Nashville Jam, which has a, steel, a guy that plays steel guitar and dobro. And oh, gosh. now <laughs> it is officially a crossover song. It's on several charts in the UK. And uh, so, yeah, fantastic. Second version out. <laughs> Fantastic, and it's just weird enough that I always think when I'm going to turn, when I've got something weird to turn over, I always look at my uh, compadre and co-host, John Bon Jovial. John, come in here and talk weird. Well, weird. Okay. Um, That has probably got to be the single weirdest song that I've heard in quite a while, and and I mean that in strictly the kindest of ways. I, it, I I I like it. I really Me like too. it, and I especially like the underlying theme of uh, no borders. I mean, we're all here. We're all citizens of the same union, which is this round spherical thing that's floating in space. And to think that there's exactly. such a thing as a border is, to me, has always been kind of a folly. But no, I like the song when I hear stuff for the first time, and I do. I have uh, I hardly ever get to hear the music before we play it. And so uh, as I was just saying a few minutes ago, yeah, to uh, John McDonough that, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's by design so we can get a, you know, a visceral gut reaction to it. And my visceral gut reaction is, well, I don't know how to react because I always try to come up with what is influencing this. Who am I hearing in this? And I'm not really hearing anybody that I can think of. So what this is telling me is that this is something that's really, truly original. Uh, And that's very hard to come by. Um, So for that, I congratulate you. And it has just a really unique sound, and it's a good sound. I like it. I found myself tapping my toe to it while uh, you know but while admiring the weirdness of it all at the same time uh, i don't know what the i have rest a question stuff for like, you too but this is pretty cool i have a question yes. i have a question for you too did either one of you laugh when the bridge came around when you heard the lyric yeah i was laughing often on yeah, throughout the whole song yeah. because just so clever cool cool yeah, I got as far as and if that's the reaction you were looking for, you got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, and uh, I will say, though, as far as influences, one thing on the lead guitar parts on that, it's kind of funny that there were a couple of famous people that I wanted to get to play lead on different tracks, and they just the timing, and I never contacted, and so forth. And, and one of them, well, anyway, I'll just tell you who influenced that. It was... Jan Hammer, keyboard player, uh, mm-hmm. Miami Vice theme, and hundreds right. of albums, you know, with Jeff Beck. Mm-hmm. And then, so 
so there's guitar, then there's guitar spins, then there's guitar again. And on the third guitar track, I was influenced by a guy named Pat Thrall, who's been with many people. And uh, other than that, yeah, the musical influence, you know, I, I think back to songs like, you're going to think this is crazy, but Pretty Woman and Gangnam Style. And there was there was something about the feel of those songs that was very connecting with people. And uh, I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you something. I played in cover bands most of my life, and I memorized thousands of songs, played guitar, sang, switched on drums, so many influences. I, and I, I once heard Louis Armstrong say that it's natural to be influenced by other artists and other songs. You hear a certain beat or something, right? It, right. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you can't help and it. Oh, I, it. If it reaches yeah. you, it influences you. That's right. I have to say that I that, that subtle Jerry Reed connection uh, has escaped me. I'm pretty sure it's not the it, it's not eastbound right, or down. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to reveal my secret. Okay. I love Jerry Reed. I mean, I played Amos Moses in bands and as a soloist on cruise ships. And then I love When You're Hot, You're Hot and Good Lord, Mr. Ford. And I was listening to his lyrics and I'm really into writing lyrics a lot. Sometimes my songs start with lyrics, not always, but I was listening to his lyrics and I said, you know, it's funny that. On this song, almost every line, he starts it with the word now or well or well now. Hmm. It's like a transition that catches people's attention. And so if you listen to that song, now that you know my secret, you will notice so many lines start with well now. You can travel yeah. around every nation, the very first line. And that whole song has got well, well now, now. <laughs> and I use it in other songs now, too, because... It's just this great little lyrical thing, you know. It's so, a great there look. You go. You and I There's can tell you, I yeah, listen. and, and uh, the, you know, the judge was an old fishing buddy of mine. So there you go. <laughs> I will be exactly. listening to this song yeah. several more times, but uh, it is—it's a great. The whole, you know, you, writers try to find a hook for a song, and whether it's the instrumentation right. or the lyric or any, this whole song is a hook in and of itself. I love it. It's it's that clever. I really really believe it, and uh, I can't I can't thank you enough for sharing the song and of course the background to it. And uh, it's just it just makes me want to know where you really come from. What's your history? Tell us a little bit about the man that is putting all of this together. Sure. Well, as I mentioned, uh, well, I'll, okay, I'll start. I when I was four years old and I played piano by ear and some drums and other instruments and then I took my first lesson about second grade and then I just started playing by ear and memorizing songs as I said and I learned theory from people over the years it sort of slowly came together I noticed chord changes and harmonies and I think I had a natural ear for harmony and then certain people like Jan Hammer my favorite musician he expanded my knowledge of chord structure by studying his songs and and songwriting i you know i on my fourth track when i was doing everything myself i had over 70 songs recorded when i stopped counting and i have a couple hundred and so on this album 
some of them are old tunes that were brought back and redone and some of the lyrics rewritten and so forth. And then there are a number of new tunes and even ones that dropped in at the last minute. And I just love writing songs. That's, that's the bottom line. And now all of these people on the album have added so much. Uh, nine vocalists. I do all the male vocalists, and there are eight female vocalists. And then 12 musicians from around the world, and the 21 backup singers on the title track. And so... Let's see, anything else about the background? Well, I sacrificed a lot throughout my life following music. I was playing on cruise ships for five years, ten years on the road playing with cover bands, and then regional bands in this and that city, Seattle, and other places. So I just stuck with it. And this before the Internet, it was difficult to record, package, distribute, and advertise. Right. But... I finally, I finally just decided, okay, let's pick some, some good songs and put out an album on the internet. And before I forget, I always forget to mention that at our website, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure we have vinyl and CD and free downloads available. I always forget about the vinyl. Well, I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned that because we always try to give our guests the chance to go sell themselves and their product, tell the people how they can sure. get in touch with you, follow you, and, uh, and of course, most importantly, get your music. Since you brought it up, why don't you go ahead and do that right now? Sure, and it's very, very easy, David and John. Um, if people remember the name Harmony Dreamers, it's everywhere now, and that's all you have to know. The website is harmonydreamers.com. Every single streaming platform around the world, the social media, and... That's mainly it. Harmony Dreamers, you can find it everywhere. I love the consistency. So many artists today, I understand the ones that started, you know, in the past and weren't aware of the fact that, oh, I'm going to have to do another another platform or I'm going to have to have another website. And so they got different names, but I'm glad that you're aware and I'll have everything under the same name. It makes it so much easier to find you, and it makes it so much easier for you to market it. So I salute you on that one. HarmonyDreamers.com. And uh, you mentioned right. you mentioned the reviews you're getting and, and the word that's going around about it. And I, I caught one right on your on your HarmonyDreamers.com webpage right at the top, Mia Cass of Honk Magazine. And I think she summed it up. The entire album is a never-before-seen work of art. And I think she nailed that one. It's been amazing. It, I, that reminds me, if, if you were also to Google Harmony Dreamers, many, many reviews and articles come up right away. And each, it's, it's been amazing to hear that because I just love writing songs. And I'm, it's hard for me to even imagine sometimes now that these songs are getting out there and on some charts and so forth. And to read these reviews. And then each person seems to have a favorite song. They say, this is the hit here for sure. You know, spinning around the sun, which I want to mention, John mentioned he liked the global theme. And there's a three-part song on the other side of the album called Spinning Around the Sun. And it's kind of the same thing. We're all connected to the sun. The sun is traveling through space at about 500,000 miles per hour. And we're following it in a spiral. It gives us light for everyone. It gives life. Nikola Tesla said, 
All life comes from the sun. It's either first hand, second hand, or third hand, but it's all sun energy. And then mm-hmm. there's the sun worship. So each person has sort of chosen different songs. And then I, I, I might as well just go right into saying about the, the song we're going to hear at the end today, Pass It On, happens to be on Spotify. There's a playlist called Radio, and they added eight of our tunes. And the song Pass It On is getting the most plays. And so I thought, well, if they that's, like that one now, all right, let's try that. A good sign. <laughs> yeah, that's a great sign. And I thank <laughs> you for introducing the song we're going to close this segment with. Thank you so much, Byron, for coming and spending time with us, explaining this unusual song to us and uh, sharing the music. I'm going to have to listen to the whole album. I'm going to have to get a copy and listen to the whole album because it's that good. Thank you again. Look for you to come back again in the future. Remember, you're part of our family now, so keep in touch with you. I sure will. You're very welcome, and it's been my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Byron from Harmony Dreamers. They came from Earth which is the title of their current album, I Come From Earth. Here's a track, Pass It On. If I send my love to you, what would you say? If I send my love to you, Love, right. Love wasn't good. 
just a slight change of pace from the title tune of the album, I Come From Earth, which we opened that segment with. Pass it on. I like that track. It's got a nice, mellow sound to it. John Bon Jovial, you know what? I was just looking at the clock on the wall, and it digitally tells me that it's time for you to take us home. All right, folks, you did it again, and we are forever grateful for your presence, and I mean that with all sincerity. You spent another good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards and we look forward to seeing you again next week. We are broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. On Anchor FM, you may recall I mentioned them a little while ago, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode and each and every The David Bowers Awards episode and make a donation. Be sure to join us next week for The David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio, and noon Saturday and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the other crew of morons here at the Radio Ranch, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to yourself, be good to your family and your friends, keep washing your hands, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>